Greetings everyone. This is Sandhya Acharya. Welcome to episode 4 of Vibha Connection, a podcast for everyone in the Vibha family produced by the Vibha Bay Area team. As we speak, India is experiencing a sudden uptick of COVID cases. It has caused extreme duress on the healthcare system. 300,000 plus daily cases, 4,000 plus daily deaths. We have seen the numbers and we have also heard the stories. Every one of us perhaps has someone in their immediate circle who is struggling, who is fighting, who is suffering. When the second wave hit India, Vipha along with celebrity chef Vikas Khanna began a fundraiser for COVID relief. As of today, the campaign has raised over 1.75 million dollars through that effort and is looking to raise 2 million dollars as of now. On the podcast today, we have Kayur Shah, Vibha board member who has been largely instrumental in working on this fundraiser for Vibha. Welcome Kayur. First of all, thank you for taking the time. I know you're extremely busy working at the forefront coordinating the COVID relief efforts for Vibha. Uh, so we are really grateful to you to joining us on this panel. Thank you, Sandhya. Would have loved to join. Yeah. Thank you, Kayul. Um, to start with, I would love to know how and why Vibha came about with starting this fundraiser. Could you walk us through that? Sure, Sandhya. So you know, just as it felt that India as a country had reached you know some level of herd immunity. a new variant started circulating in india causing concern uh you know it's news till you read it and it's a stark reality where it hits home i know a lot of friends in and outside vibha who have lost their near and dear ones my own sister was in the hospital for two weeks and we are extremely fortunate that she is back home and recovering uh quickly we realized that you know the virus hits the lungs hard and it was uh, making it uh, harder for people to breathe so the need was of for oxygen cylinders which were in scarcity besides the beds uh and a medical equipment similar to oxygen cylinder is called an oxygen concentrator and what it does is it takes air from a room removes oxygen and provides purified air, oxygen you know uh sorry remove nitrogen and uh, provides purified air so our focus was you know to procure these concentrators for pre and post covid patients with moderate needs and then get into procuring the hospital grade ones because it seemed like uh, when we did our basic research uh, it seemed like it was getting uh, very hard to procure uh, the medical grade one in larger quantities so multiple teams got into action uh we started working on fundraising vetting the need in rural areas our goal was you know 80 20 maybe 20% urban but 80% rural areas and then finally we also figured out the logistics so that we could do this end to end end to end meaning right from procuring these oxygen concentrators to the point of delivering it to the hospital slash nursing homes so initially we started with a goal of 500k we did an immediate disbursement of 125k for food and hygiene needs that came directly from our ngo partners in india and then finally a phone conversation with vikas khanna 
yielded great results. He was right in, you know, rolled up his sleeves and got into action. In four weeks, we have raised 1.75 million. Vikas is not just a celebrity endorser, but someone who works with you every day to make a difference. And that's been, uh, you know, a game changer for us with, you know, uh, us being featured on New York Times, CBS News, interviews of Vikas, uh, you know, on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and most recently with uh, Shatterly. That's great to know. It's such a great example of doing what you can with what you have. And, you know, hearing these stories is really inspiring. You touched upon, you know, how Vibha is making sure this gets to the communities that need it most. Like, for example, you said it gets to the rural communities where the need is felt a lot, where the infrastructure may not be as strong. How is Vibha making sure it crosses that last mile and reaches the people who need what we are providing the most? So, you know, uh, we have had some well-wishers who have been helping us with warehouse and logistics. So our logistics problem got resolved with that. And then the other important part, which you just mentioned, was vetting, right? So we have made sure that every concentrator that has been sent is vetted by our core team in India. And at the same time, there has to be a reference of a Vibha NGO partner or a volunteer vouching for that particular nursing home, doctor, or a hospital. So our due diligence has been of the highest level. We have put tags on every concentrator. We, have even, uh, we are even trying to use an app so that way people can log in and we can geotrack these concentrators, making sure that if we uh, you know, ship something to a rural place in Pune, it doesn't end up showing in Bangalore. Hmm. So, yeah. That's excellent. And how did how were these needs um, like filtered and you know, how did they reach up to Vibha? You're working with the project partners. Can you tell a little more about, you know, who you're working with to make sure it uh, gets through? Yeah, so, you know, it, it's just, as I mentioned, it's not just the project partners. We have about, uh, you know, 15 project partners in India, something uh, with whom we have worked for, like, you know, with some we have worked for like, 15 to 20 years with some we have worked for at least a minimum of five to seven years. So these are partners whom we trust. And then we have our volunteers. You know, Vibha is a 100% volunteer driven organization. They are the core of Vibha. So, you know, when a volunteer puts in a reference, then, you know, we really feel very confident that, you know, it is going to the right place. And then we are doing these, as I told you, these volunteers in India are making phone calls, checking with the hospitals, checking with the doctors, getting primary contacts, secondary contacts. So, you know, we are ensuring that it really reaches. And then they are, we are asking them to send pictures where the concentrators are being used, you know, some reports, so on and so forth. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I know this takes a lot of work. So thank you for putting in all the efforts and thank you for every volunteer out there uh, working so hard. Um, and I know these funds are going to have an immediate impact, like the oxygen concentrators that you mentioned and the other medical relief um, efforts. What are, do you have, do, does Viva have any intermediate and long time uh, measures that you're thinking about? Are we going to be there for the long haul? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as you mentioned, immediate thing was oxygen concentrators. Then uh, currently we are also, we have also procured uh, 25,000 PPE kits. 
about uh, 240,000 N95 masks and about 180,000 surgical gloves. So they are also, uh, you know, in the process of being sent out. Uh, we have also worked uh, in partnership with uh, Texas Instruments and Government of Karnataka for setting up a 100-bed modular hospital. And uh, finally, you know, when it comes to phase two, our idea is that, you know, we have received uh, a lot of donations in US. You know, there are corporates, there are NGOs who have told us that take this stuff. We have like pallets of stuff available to us in terms of isolation gowns, masks, gloves. So right now, Vibha has procured an import license and we are in the process of getting permission from the government to be able to import these items. So that way, you know, uh, we can help people even after this immediate need is solved. And finally, vaccination camps are something that we are uh, thinking about, you know, once this thing calms down, because at the end of the day, we want to ensure that there is no third wave. And Vikas Khanna is, you know, uh, working with a few corporates and Vibhav to set up some cooking shows, et cetera. Uh, and, you know, that way we can raise funds and we'll also be tapping into our NGO partners for these camps. Great to know. Um, as you work through this process, and I can see that it's, you know, real time as the problems come in, you're thinking of innovative solutions to solve them. What kind of challenges uh, have you faced and what have you learned through the process? So as you know, traditionally, Vibha is about, you know, educating children. But when you get into relief work, it's all about speed of execution. You know, if you can send a concentrator today, you need to do it today, not wait for tomorrow because you could save lives, you know. Hence, there are bound to be challenges. Uh, initial challenges were procuring the concentrators. We worked with manufacturers in three different countries, got them in. Then the challenge was, you know, the lockdown that is there, right? In a lockdown, you're trying to get these things in, you're trying to ship everything out. So, you know, we had those challenges, but we again figured it out. And finally, now the last one is like, you know, getting these donated goods back to India. And, you know, we are working on the clearances. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of hard work, but you know what? That's the uh, good thing about Team Viva. We pride ourselves in solving complex problems and that's what we do best. Excellent. And can you, I can hear the passion in your voice and the energy that you bring on you know, the meetings that I've heard you be on. And I want to ask what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated? Well, I am so blessed to be a part of an organization where we have so much empathy, integrity, and team first attitude. You know, success depends on having the best team and the best teams always have women. And I have two women here today uh, to talk about this, right? My personal inspiration is my grandfather who dedicated his life for serving people. He always told me that, you know, never think you are helping others. Be thankful you got an opportunity to serve. And you know, that's a quote from Swami Vivekananda. Last but not the least, I will bring it back to Team Vibha that inspires me every day to do more. Thank you, Sandhya, for having me today. Oh, thank you, Kayo. That's such a wonderful message. Um, and I'm hoping everybody who hears this as, is as inspired as you know, we are listening to you. Thank you, Kayo. Thank you. I learned so much through that conversation. We've also included details of the campaign as well as links to know more about the relief efforts in our notes section.
As so many communities in India are affected, scared, worried, isolated, sick, frustration runs high. Frustration with the system, with the virus, with the media, with the public. How do we deal with all this? In our last episode, Ron Victor, a founding member and board member of Vibha, had reminded us that when something goes wrong, don't blame the darkness, light a candle. It's important to ask yourself, what can I do? That's precisely what Krisha Thakkar, a high school student in San Diego, did. In our Around the World section, we will listen to Krisha's story today. Welcome, Krisha. It's so wonderful to have you here on our podcast, Vibha Connection. Tell us more about you and this fundraiser that you're working on. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Krisha Thakkar. I am a sophomore at Westview High School in San Diego, California. And we started this fundraiser because um, I have a medical club at my high school and we usually pick up initiatives um, every half year or so. And since this year, you know, we're hearing so much about things that are going on in India and how horrible it is, you know, every time you're on the news, um, we decided to try to help in any way we can, even though we're so far away. And so we searched up things that we can do to help the COVID crisis in India. And we read about Vibha and how you guys are partnering with Vikas Khanna to send all of these um, oxygen concentrators, PPE, things like that to India. And, you know, we started creating the fundraiser, getting the word out, and things have been going well so far. That's amazing. And what have you learned through this experience? What, what are you going to take with you uh, as you go along in the future as well? Um, it's been it's been really nice. I mean, we have start we've we've been we've been fundraising for um, a little less than two weeks, and we've raised almost a thousand dollars. So it's definitely surpassing our expectations, and we've gotten to learn so much when we're going around fundraising door to door. We've you know learned how to communicate effectively, and it's taught us so many skills that are you know necessary later in life and. Just the fact that so many people in our community are willing to help India is just, it's so nice. That's amazing. And I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice and it's inspiring me. So I'm sure it's inspiring all the listeners of this podcast as well. Do you have a message for anyone listening today? Yeah, I mean, even the smallest actions can have such a big impact. I mean, for us, our club, we just started this year, so we don't have any connections. We're like this brand new thing in our community, yet we are able to make such a big impact just by fundraising. So anyone, you don't have to be super important or have all these big connections in order to make a difference. Even small differences can make you know, a big impact. That's a wonderful message, Krisha. Thank you for sharing that and reminding us that every action of ours counts. Thank you, Krisha. Thank you. That message from Krisha is a message of hope. When the future generation is engaged, positive, empowered, nothing feels impossible. The youth play a big part in our Vibha family as well. Today we have with us a vibrant, dynamic panel of young Vibha volunteers from different chapters. We got together with them to discuss some of the initiatives they've undertaken, their perspectives and insights. On the panel we have with us Sia Singh from the Atlanta chapter, Dishi Shah from the New Jersey chapter, Jia Singh from the Bay Area chapter and Shreya Ravi from the Dallas chapter.
Thank you everyone for joining us today. It's such a pleasure having you all on. Um, can we get started by just knowing a little bit more about you and how you got introduced to volunteering as well as to Vibha? Uh, Sia, can you talk about uh, yourself a little bit to our audience? Yeah, um, my name is Sia Singh. I'm from Atlanta. I'm now 17, a rising senior. Um, my parents have always been into volunteering, so I've been volunteering since I was a kid. But when I was 11, so like 2015, and I moved to Atlanta, my mom heard about Viba, and we like as a family joined. And then when I started high school, I got really into it. We opened like a high school club for it. And now my mom's head of Viba Youth in Atlanta, so I just volunteer more. So that's just how I got into it now. Wonderful. It's the entire family is involved. That's great to know. How about you, Shreya? So my name is Shreya. I'm 16, rising junior, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. So I got introduced to Vibha through um, a bunch of my friends in middle school in like sixth grade or seventh grade when we all heard about it and we all joined as a group of friends and we all volunteer as many times together as possible. That's awesome. Since middle school, that's wonderful. Uh, Dishi, how about you? Uh, my name is Dishi and I'm almost 14 and I'm going to be a freshman this year in the fall. I started volunteering for Vipo when I was six because my dad, who's been volunteering since 1999, introduced it to me. And I started off selling lemonade and stuff. And then last year, I was a part of the Vipo Dream LX core team. And I helped run the and I helped run the youth chapter. Awesome, Dishi. Since six years old, that it's amazing to hear your stories. How about you, Gia? Uh, hi, my name is Gia. I'm currently 15, and I'll be a rising junior in the fall. And I kind of got involved with Vibha kind of since because of my mom. She joined, I think, right after I was born. So because of that, it's kind of been a part of my life like as long as I can remember. And so I slowly started like being involved with events when I would like count the money for like our fundraising events or I would like sell t-shirts. And then slowly, I think around in middle school, I started getting involved more and then I got like different positions and roles and that's kind of how I got involved. Amazing. You guys are young, but you've been with Vibha and you've been doing this stuff for a long time. It's amazing to hear. Do you all have a project that you really identify with that really uh, connects with you that you'd like to share with us? Uh, Gia, do you have something that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, so a certain project that we did that I really enjoyed was any of our fundraising events. One in specific was our spelling bee that we did a couple years ago. And that one was close to my heart just because it was a really fun way that all of us bonded because doing those events and being able to talk with parents and sort out all of the drama that happens at these events really kind of bonded us together. And then another one was when I visited India and I got to visit one of Vibha's events, which was both the Doorstep School and the Children's Toy Foundation. And both of these are different organizations that Vibha uh, supports their funds to. And it was amazing to see kind of the money that we fundraise for and where that goes. And so it was like a really, it was a really important trip that was close to my heart. Oh, I am so happy you got to actually see the projects that you were working on. It's great to hear. How about you, Dishi? Um, one project that I really uh, connect with is the Viva Corp 
Street Children Rehabilitation Project. So whenever I, I go to India every year other than last year, and so every year I visit, I get to go see the kids a couple of times. So I really connected with it because I can see those kids there, and that makes me want to volunteer and help them more. And then over here, I'm part of the Care group where we have weekly calls with kids from the center. So even though I don't get to see them in person, I'm able to speak to them over the phone. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And tell us more about Pair to Care. What is it about, Dishi? So basically, every week we have a call with one of the kids from, from the center. And we just talk to them as if we're their friends and have like how their day went and how they're doing in school. And then sooner or later, we're going to start teaching them new things, too, as we get more comfortable with them. Amazing. That's great. How about you, Shreya? So one of my favorite events that we did was a science fair. Um, I really like science. So like seeing younger kids, like think of really creative experiments and um, like having seen the process of how they come up with their like boards and everything was really awesome for me to watch. Um, so I was uh, the youth lead for that one because um, the idea was something that I came up with and I thought that kids would really like it. So it was a really fun experience for me to do and for a bunch of the kids to do and they got prizes and cash prizes and everything. So it was really fun. Excellent. And Sia, do you have a project that's close to your heart? Yeah, um, a couple months ago, I would say like April, we started to collect money and money and books for the Georgia Correctionals Facility, um, which is like an hour away from where the Atlanta is. So all all of our schools that are involved with Viba Youth um, collected books and had book drives, and then we collected a bunch of books. So then, um for the rehabilitation part of the prison system, because that's a part that's often overlooked that like they go to prison to get better, but then they. So just making sure that the rehabilitation is working. Um, So we can, I think we collected, it must've been close to a thousand books and I helped organize it. And we got like the word out through social media and it really just stuck with me because it felt like I was like doing something bigger than me um, that usually you don't have the opportunity to do. Well, the, your, the projects that you work on, they run the entire camera from mentoring to spelling bees and the correction facility. It's got a really wide range and I'm guessing it all comes from what the issues that are close to your heart. Um, I'd love to know how it all works when you sit down with your chapters, with your particular youth chapters. Um, how do these um, meetings work? How do you get work done? And uh, is it fun? What do you do for fun? Uh, we'll start with maybe Shreya. Can you share with us? Yeah, so our meetings aren't um, like because of COVID and everything, because they're just over Zoom. We try to have as much fun as possible with um like we just all talk about ideas we have, but we always start with just normal things like how our day was, how school's been, things like that. When we were um, having meetings like in person with everyone, it was always fun because we would always have snacks and things. And it was always really fun to like bond with everyone and see our friends and things. That's nice. Uh, how about you, Dishi? How does your chapter work? So our chapter before COVID, we had in-person meetings. So it'd be one person's house set at and everyone would go meet at their house or it was at the library. 
So we would meet there and we'd all have food. And then we, in our chapter, in our youth chapter itself, we have like different little groups. Like my best friend and I, we work together on most of our projects. So we would have like a presentation and sharing what our plans are for that month. And everyone would go through and share what they're going to be doing for the month. And then the adults would be sharing what like, like say it was in November, they'd be talking about the Thanksgiving drive and food about that. And then now due to COVID, we have all of our meetings over Zoom. So the youth chapter has their own meeting where we come up with different creative ideas. And our youth leader, Rachel Thanti, she leads us and has like different ideas so that we all can like stay in the loop and have fun while doing it. Excellent. So it seems like a really collaborative uh, process. Um, how does it work um, with your chapter, Gia? Yeah, my chapter is pretty similar. We would also meet up at someone's house before COVID and we would typically have some kind of slides presentation or just kind of a discussion. We would usually discuss uh, obviously how our day's going, how we've been doing, and then we would kind of launch into any updates from the events that we're doing. Uh, a lot of times we would go over sometimes like the revenue that we got from a certain event or how we can improve or the lessons we learned from a certain event and take them into any of our new events that we do. And we also do like brainstorming sessions just so we can get all of our ideas out there. And for fun, uh, we also used to have lots of ice cream parties and we would all just bring our own pint of ice cream and share it with everyone. And that was a really fun experience. And also one time for bonding, we all went to like a local middle school and we painted the walls and it was super random, but it was also super fun because all of us got to bond while like painting the school, which was fun. That's Amazing. And I can see a common thread of, you know, being connected even there with the school. So that's, that's great. Uh, Sia, how does your chapter work? Yeah, our chapter is a little bit different because we're high school based. So the way that we work is you can be part of Viba Youth without being in high school or having a high school club. But mainly we have just high school clubs in all the local high schools. I would say there's nine, 10 high schools. And each club has around 10 to 15 members. And then like the officers come to the meetings. Um, and if you're not an officer, you can still come if you're a core volunteer. And then before COVID, we had our meetings in like our local library. We would like have a conference room and we would like take chairs and all sit in a circle. And then now because of COVID, we've been meeting um, online, but the meetings again, is a little bit different because first we talk about each high school. If a certain high school is having problems with kids coming to meetings or kids not volunteering, just small issues like that we sort through. And then with projects, each high school is in charge of one project a year. And then each high school is a month. So like one month, one school have a volunteering event that they were organized. So then getting everyone in the loop about what school's next and what they're doing. And then I think this yesterday was our first time we've done something in person. We had a, like a farewell party for our seniors um, just at a local park. And like, we just some, it was mainly seniors, but some juniors came just to like celebrate them. Cause we haven't seen each other in a while. So Yeah. I'm glad things are opening up and you're able to um, have that connection again, which is so important. It seems such an important part of all of what you're doing, you know, just establishing those connections with each other as well and with the cause that you're supporting. 
what i'm amazed about is you guys are busy with school work and i'm sure a lot bunch of extracurricular activities and you're also volunteering tell us how you manage to do all of this how do you balance it and how do you keep yourself motivated to keep doing something like this um jia would you like to go first yeah sure so i think yeah i i have a lot of things uh, besides vipha too but i think the way that i kind of do all of them is because I think of Vibha kind of uh, as like a priority for me because whenever I'm thinking of like Vibha's cause, it just comes so deep to my heart. So I constantly am thinking about how I can balance all these things because I still want to be a part of Vibha all the time. And so I do think that, uh, yeah, managing your time is like an important thing uh, for me. So I make sure to make do all my work so that I have time to do vipa as well because it's never something that I want to leave at the end or anything I just want to make sure everything uh gets done so that's kind of how I keep up with it all excellent keeping it a priority um sia can you share with us what are your strategies yeah so because we have a lot of members I don't feel obligated to like be involved in every single project cuz that's just way too much going on. So I just try to like I'm still in a lot of projects but I try to like cherry pick the ones that I'm involved with. So I try to choose ones that I'm more passionate about or I know more about. So like we're doing a 2D animation like ad thing for Viva that we're having just youth animate. And that one I got involved with because I already know how to animate so I'm helping teach. So I'm like choosing the the tasks that I'm doing that are my strengths so it'll be easier and I take less time but also so I won't be like delaying a project because I don't have the time to like do it. So I think I just prioritize and I also think um at least here we're very flexible with things so like if you can't if you genuinely can't do something we we always try to wait find a way to like push it back or move things around so everyone can still be involved. excellent so yeah when the when the team is strong you can get a lot of stuff done without being burdened but without a single person being burdened great to know uh, how about you shreya yeah i think um like jia and sia said dallas is also very similar where it's not like everyone has to do every project cuz we have a good amount of volunteers and youth volunteers for every project so for me personally i just um like what sia does i just kind of pick which ones i have the time for and like kind of see based on like my schedule for the month or something like how it would work with everything cuz i also have a lot going on besides just viva so time managing it is very important and like knowing that you can only do so much and so it's okay if you don't do everything but like still doing something i think is really important because not everyone can do everything so i probably can't participate in every single project and also get all my stuff done outside of viva but i think it helps to just know like my limits when it comes to those things and saying like okay this is how much i can manage in this month i'm not going to put any more on myself because that's just going to be hard and i'll go behind in everything so i do what i can and just time managing it is just how it how i work That's excellent. Time management is such an important skill and I'm so glad you're already doing it. Uh that's great. Dishi, how about you? Um so for me it's that I'm like really motivated to be a part of Vibha because I've always because so I do my best to balance it with like schoolwork and other activities because out of school I'm part of the gymnastics team and track team. 
so which is there every day. So I have to just cut down sometimes on hanging out with friends because Viv is something I'm really passionate about and I want to continue. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I want to be a part of all the projects. But like, I still have to like make sure I prioritize which ones need to be taken care of first. That's excellent. The motivation, time management, prioritizing things. There's so much to learn. I'm taking notes. So thank you guys for sharing it with our audience. Um, how do you see yourself using this experience that you've gained volunteering at Vibha in the future? And do you have a message for our listeners out there? Um, Shreya, would you like to share? Yeah, so I think definitely from Vibha and just volunteering in general, I'll just learn like that not everyone has what I have or what I am blessed to have, but like being able to help people really like makes me feel more grateful for what I have because there's so many people out there who don't. And so definitely with what I've learned in Viba, I want to put it forward in my future and keep volunteering with Viba. So if I do ever move to another um, area, I might start a new chapter or join another chapter of Viba, but like still be a part of volunteering because like so many kids and people in general around the world need help. And so just being able to help with what I have is makes me feel a different way. It makes me feel good. It puts a smile on my face and I can help as many people as I can from where I am. Thank you for sharing that, Shreya. Dishi, what do you feel about it? Uh, for me, it's like volunteering something like that's self-satisfying for me. So like seeing the smile on like the kids' faces there in India itself makes me see how like, how blessed I am to be born into a family that's given me like opportunity to grow and succeed. So volunteering makes like for Viva makes me realize that I'm helping towards these kids chances to having a chance in life to succeed and grow. So working with Viva makes me realize that I'm helping towards that. And that's why it's going to help me in the future because it's taught me empathy that to take care of others sometimes before yourselves because they're like more in need than us sometimes. Empathy is such an important lesson uh, and I'm so glad you're sharing that with us. Sia, how about you? Viva helps me gain a, a like perspective on things and not only issues in India, but also issues where we live because I feel like we can forget that there's people struggling um, like just right around you and I think it also gave me hope because there's always something you can do and I think sometimes you like see an issue like poverty in India and you're just like well I don't know how I can help but I think it gave me like this confidence that like if I see something I know that like I can do something about it no matter how small the change is. That's excellent Sia. Uh, How about you Gia? Yeah, I agree with uh, everything everyone else said. Uh, I think Vipa really like opened my eyes up to like this whole like other world that kind of exists because I think we're like sheltered from seeing like all these like different people who are going through so many struggles and we often don't really know that like they exist or we know they exist, but we don't really know what we can do about it, um, as Sia was saying. Um, so I think that Vipa really, really, uh, yeah, it gives you like a whole new pair of eyes. You can see that all these things are happening and you can see that you actually can do something about it. Um, taking like Vipa's projects, uh, for example, like I didn't know how people like children weren't able to go to school because they didn't have any like means of transportation to get there or that parents were trying to refrain their children from going to school because 
because they would rather them go into like child labor. Uh, I didn't know that all of these kinds of things were like going at such an extreme level for so long. And so Vipa really just like made me realize that there's so many things that we can do like over here that can contribute to stopping the problem over there and stopping any kinds of problems that we notice over here as well. And then just taking in mind like the different roles that we do as a part of Vipa, like there's a lot of different skills that us as volunteers kind of gain. Um, for example, there's people who work on like our websites or people who work in like the marketing field or working in all these different kinds of roles uh, as a part of like our youth team. So I think just like gaining those kind of specific roles is also a really, really key aspect that we can take with us and just learning to appreciate the world we live in while trying to help the world that we don't live in. Oh, that's uh, so well said, Gia. Um, something to remember, you know, empathy, you guys touched upon that. Uh, doing the little bit, whatever little bit you can, that's such an important lesson. And, um, you know, you're all also connecting with people and improving different skill sets with all the work that you're doing. So uh, kudos to you guys for being so involved. I can feel the energy, the passion in your voices. And I am sure our listeners who are listening today will also feel that. Um, and be motivated to do whatever each of us can. So thank you so much for joining us on the panel. That was an inspiring panel. Listening to their passion, their convictions gives me hope that we are moving towards a better tomorrow, one with more empathy and equity. I recently came across the story of Dasharath Manji, a landless laborer in Bihar. Manji's village didn't have much. They had to cross a mountain to get to the other side where there was food, water, schools, hospitals and work. Every day Manji had to climb up and down the mountain to get to the farm where he worked. His wife had to do it too to get Manji food. Manji's frustration was mounting and then one day when his wife fell down and was injured on the mountain, her blood and tears moved Manji so much, he decided he had to do something. But what could he do? How could his village get to the other side? He literally had a mountain to overcome. So Manji sold three goats, got a hammer and chisel and set to work. He worked alone. He did a bit every day, throwing firewood, water on the rocks, breaking it down. Slowly, people paid attention gave him food, tools and encouraged him. Manji continued to work and finally, after years of hard work, he carved a road through the mountain. A road that not just he, but his entire village could now use to get to the other side. This pandemic has tested every country across the globe. Oftentimes, it feels like we are facing a mountain, harsh, high, impossible. But let's take courage, pick up the hammer and the chisel and get to work. The human spirit is strong and together we can carve even mountains. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Vibha Connection. We have included links to the Vibha COVID relief fundraiser and updates about the relief efforts in our notes section. This episode of Vibha Connection was produced by the Vibha Bay Area team. Monica Erande, Panna Chaudhary, Yash Dua, 
दीपक चंद्रशेखरन प्रमोदा शेट्टी एंड मी संध्या आचार्य अंटिल नेक्स्ट टाइम स्टे एंगेज विद विभा कनेक्शन